Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain. And welcome to your fuck buddies. <sighs> welcome back to this fine Monday. Happy belated Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. We, we forgot to do a completely forgot. <laughs> could this be it? It could be. Valentine's Day. I hangover. mean, all of, our, all of our advice would be pretty much a year too late, but... <laughs> Just hold, spend the whole thing just being like you're so late you're late <laughs> but i hope you i hope you had a good valentine's day and if you don't do anything for valentine's day i hope you had a good friday yeah because it doesn't matter one way or the other well i hope that eat like if you're not in a relationship that you're not one of those people that's all weird and bitter about it yeah like or there's sad no, about there's it. nothing that pisses me off more than people being like oh great like so i've probably seen seven times in the last week like can't fucking wait till the 14th like oh like this is gonna be great it's like why does it matter to you if someone else is in a fucking relationship? Like, get over it. Yeah. It's such a shitty fucking... It's not like, like someone kicks in your door and it's just like, yeah. now watch, watch us, us be, and be in love. Yeah. Like, j- just get over it. I, it uh, nothing <laughs> kills me in, more. We're already in our mode. Yeah. We're in a mood today, boys. Oh, man. Some people are pissing us right off. <laughs> um, should we just get right into it? Not let this energy fade on us? This comes from Reddit user Jumpmaster J. How often do normal men get likes on dating apps? In my experience, I get one to three likes when I make a new profile, but then one like per week after that on Tinder and Bumble. If I boost on Tinder, I might get a like, but no guarantee even from that. I'm using the best pics I can of interesting activities, and I've posted my profile for feedback, which is always which was always positive. I've been doing this for years, and if anything, it's only gotten harder to get likes. What are other guys' experience? If you're experiencing anything different, what do you look like? Now, I know this... Ignore the last bit. No. Because it's not really... And talk about what I look like right now. Indicative of, of us. We're in sweatpants. Currently. We're both wearing sweatpants. Um, what I want to talk about is how often do normal men get likes on dating apps? Like, that's impossible to answer. Yes. Correct. Like, uh, there is no... Like, it's one of those things where, like, people assume that... Like, you're putting people in boxes that don't really make sense. Every single person is so wildly different. Like, one normal guy with a beard or without a beard are going to titillate certain people because they may or may not like a beard or not a beard. And there's but so then many there's also, variables. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm ta- just talking about that. Then there's the rest of it. There's like, did you misspell your fucking bio? Did you not put a bio? Do you mess just like... Uh, it's, just, it's just a matter of like, yeah, did you a- open your app at the right hour when yeah. the people who would find you attractive are also on the app? Because yeah. it's like, there's all those algorithms, right? Of like when people are active and like how close you are. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if the only time you use it is on your commute or whatever and you commute like an hour into yeah. the city or whatever, it's like, well then you're trying to match with people that you're not active during the times that they're active. Yeah. And it's just like one of those things where it's like, there are so many variables that there is no normal. No. And the the second we've talked about it before, it's like the second you start, you know, determining your worth based on how popular or what kind of dates mm-hmm. or what kind of attention you're getting or matches or on, somebody on else, dating, even worse. Yeah. It's, it's such a negative, like Tinder. Great. It's a, it's a cool platform to, to meet people that you otherwise wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But the when people hinge themselves on... I see what you did there. Whether they're successful. I keep forgetting hinges. It was way after my time. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're it's, just going to bumble like, into all sorts of problems. You're going to... You're going to, like, your self-esteem is going to get grindered right down into the ground. Yeah, I mean, like... You're just one fish in a sea of plenty of fishes. Yeah, and, like, if you look around, like, make sure you've got, like, plenty of beef. Like, have you been going <laughs> to the gym? You've been beefing that's up? Yeah, that's Yeah, that's yeah. Um, yeah, like, it, it doesn't make sense. And, like, I think what you just need to do is, like, 
make sure that your profile is what you want to put out there. You know what I mean? Like, make sure you look good in your photos. Make sure your photos, one, can be readily determined to be you. Because I think that's a big major problem is like, if you've got eight dudes in every picture, it's like, fuck, like, what do I do? Or a landscape. Hey, yeah. if your picture is a landscape or a fucking flower, you know yeah. what I'm assuming? I'm assuming you're not a real person. Yeah. Or you're like 56. Yeah. Because that's the only people who <laughs> use landscapes as their fucking profile picture. Yeah. Like, I as would retirees. Just, I would make sure you don't do the usual, like, problems of like, you know, picture with your ex picture with a kid if you don't have a kid yeah you know is what it I mean? you with a bride yeah exactly. there's a problem right? like i've seen so many things like this is it something that you like look at why you put the pictures out there did you look at a tinder picture guide one day and we're like shit i gotta get a picture of me fishing or like i gotta get a picture of me with a handful of money because those are things people do and they're both book wild yeah uh, so I, like once you have those things down and like you're not doing any of the really big sins and you have, like, something interesting that, like, again, some kind of... Make it genuine. Don't make it look like you went onto, like, a Tinder generator and just were like, look at me. Yeah, I have me. wit. Here's me smiling. Yeah. Here's me with my friends. Here's me doing an outdoor activity. Here's me holding a drugged tiger in Thailand. <laughs> um, so, like, once you have those things down, like, also look at who you're swiping. You're just swiping hot bots. Yeah. Ooh, hot bots. Hot bots. Yeah, like, but are you? Are you just like, eh? to like everybody or are you swiping everybody i don't know and also fuck it like all you can do is what you can do man yeah i mean and comparing yourself to somebody else is never gonna make you happier because like that was that was the, the point i wanted to bring up which is like it's it's so counterproductive to sort of be like if you know if niall is getting seven likes a week and i'm only getting two likes a week mm-hmm. there must be something wrong with me it's like no there's there's so much bullshit also Tinder's so fucked when it comes to algorithm. The fact that you're boosting and you're paying to boost your profile, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a thing that, like, inhibited likes when you're not doing it. You know what I mean? If they yeah. know that you're going to spend money to boost, like, I'm not entirely convinced they don't have an algorithm yeah, to be like, they, hey, let's let's hide their profile while they're not boosting yeah. to make it seem like they need to boost. 100%. Like, if I had someone doing the boosts, like, I would make the first one just so successful and then... I would totally hinder them every time they didn't boost that. Yeah. So then they get your money. That's what they want. And I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but it's like, these are businesses. They don't care about you. Mm-hmm. They are actively just... No one's in it. They're not just trying to get your dick wet. They're not like, that's yeah. why I got into this business. I don't, fuck the money. Don't yeah. pay me. Just make sure Dave... Stephen Tinder didn't be, <laughs> isn't just the most you know altruistic mm-hmm. man. Stephen Tinder actually has a dark past. Real dark. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just, like, take a breath. Yeah, and just relax. And if it's bothering you, uh, get off Tinder. Mm-hmm. For just, like, or take just, a month off. Or just don't. Like, just, I love these things where it's, like, like a friend of mine recently, ah, if you're listening, I'm sorry, was, like, oh, I'm done with Tinder. Like, I'm deleting it today, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, why this, like, it shouldn't affect you. You know what I mean? Like, I never understood the like wanting to delete it like just i get it man really it's, yeah it's it's like a it almost becomes like like a like a nervous twitch almost you know what i mean it's like you but, you just open it up and like you start swiping and then you're like then you're thinking about it i get it remove temptation i just never thought about it it's just like fucking do your swipes while you're taking the shit and then i mean yeah towards the end of it that's pretty much what i like yeah, if like, i was bored and I needed to kill some time or I couldn't mm. sleep, that's when I would get on Tinder and exactly. just be like, I would just hammer out my likes. That's the thing. It's like, like, if it happens, it right. happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I feel like when you let it become this giant big deal, yeah. that's probably hurting your chances anyway. But like, on top of that, it's just like, 
it I don't know it shouldn't be this like problem and yep. it shouldn't be the be all and end all of your dating it should just be like an extra option yep and just the, just cool it on the tinder if you're getting this upset about it yeah just fucking chill with it yeah and then come back to it later mm-hmm uh so i just typed in valentine's day and read it mm-hmm. uh this is by x daca okay for valentine's day would you rather receive flowers or a blowjob to completion of course well yeah why would you give someone flowers halfway <laughs> You see what yeah, I did like there? Just the stems. Switcheroo. Just just seeds. <laughs> These aren't completed flowers at all. Um, I, I obviously a blowjob. Yeah, I don't want flowers. I don't like flowers. I, they're pointless to me. Even a plant would be more important than flowers because at least plants you can, like, well, it's impossible to keep them alive. But technically, you should be able to. Flowers, they're just they're all they're like just dying. Yeah, it's like handing someone a puppy that has like. A slow oozing wound from them. It's like, cool, this is nice for now. Yeah, this is really cool until it bleeds out. Can't wait to throw it out in four days. Um, yeah, blowjob. I mean, yeah, it's, I'm it's sorry. not even a question. It's just like, I, there's very few things I would rather wait, receive than a blowjob. But wait, maybe if it's a healthy relationship, oral should be given on both sides anyway. So you should get a present and a blowjob. It shouldn't be your gift. Maybe that's the point we should be making here. Yeah. I don't know if someone was like, give me flowers. Here's a Valentine's Day blowjob. Yeah, I know. No, blowjobs like, are great. Yeah, cool. It's, great. Thank you very it's much. It's just the very first question that popped up, and I just really like the way it's uh, it's worded. Uh, so I'm going to go a different question. I'm sorry. This is, a, this is a twofer from your boy Nile. This is by Reasonable Emu 9. Hell yeah. I, 26-year-old male, don't want to don't want my fortunate financial situation to be how I'm defined. What's the best way to state that topic when newly dating someone? Promise I'm looking for genuine advice. I need help addressing my few work hours and my house size. I've already been asked, I've already been defined by my finances with friends, which is why I'm asking about this. Just got out of a six-year relationship. I was working in fast food when we met, so it hasn't been a concern with dating, but all of our friends treat me differently, so I'm worried this will translate to dishonest exchanges while dating. When me and my significant other were serious and considering children, I bought a house with lots of growing room. I'll be open and honest here, it's 6,000 square foot house. I don't want to sell the house, just pretend I'm in the same spot as many other people my age. I also don't want to make excuses for never inviting a date over. Plus, I like it here, and so do my pets. I have a lot of hobbies I've filled the space with. It's possible I could get to know someone and go on updates outside the house for the matter for it not to matter, but the bigger concern is talking about work. That's like first date stuff. I own a manuf- manufacturing company, and I've hired somebody else to run the show a couple years ago. I honestly only work a couple of hours a week, just checking on things or making executive decisions. I'm home all day with a lot of free time. My friends always give me shit, playfully, for not having to work when they're busting their asses. How do I lightly bring these things up in conversation without lying, by downplaying it too much, or seeming like I'm bragging? I know not to tell anyone in real life anything like the square footage of, or like the square footage, or how much I earn, or what some things cost. I have a lot of tact, and I'm very humble, but it doesn't seem to matter when people see my situation. I just don't want to hide or sell the things I'm happy with just to find a genuine connection, not be labeled as that guy. This is specifically for dating women. I know men get angry, upset, and competitive, but women compliment or tease a lot. How would you want this brought to your attention? How do I remain humble in talking about my work and life? Thank you very much. Sorry if this went on long. How old did it say it was? 26. Okay. It's a lot of house. Yeah, but I wish I knew where he lived. Because, like... That's it, true. It's a very different... We, like, we were having this conversation earlier. A, yeah, if you have a $6,000 or a 6,000 square foot house in the, back the middle nowhere. of fucking nowhere, yeah. then... Cool. Yeah, it's but like, like you're still it's doing a much well, different but situation if it's than downtown. And you've yeah. got a fucking mansion. If you're like in New York City and you've got like a fucking six thousand dollar or six thousand square foot fucking like brownstone, mm-hmm. it's yeah okay, I get it. Um, I assume it's 
somewhere decent enough yeah, or else we wouldn't have this much of a concern, right? Um, this is tough because I, I get it. And, it. and it sounds like he's not being a dick about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, sounds like I understand that there is... Well aware how there is, off he is. There's people that would, A, potentially try to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I don't think... I don't think selling or moving or, like, getting rid of any of no, your shit wild. should be... Like, presumably, unless you sort of, like, inherited the business, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if you if you never had to work to make this business, yeah, all right. Mm. But, like, if you just started this company job, and it became yeah. successful, then it's like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure your friends are proud of you, mm-hmm. and I'm sure the teasing is, you know, playful and friendly, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, hopefully they're not actually pissed that you're successful, because that's, yeah. that's good, such good a friends shitty... Be, but also good friends, like, they probably, you know, there, there's a certain, like, element of, like, anyone can see the, the difference, so it's, like, bridging that gap with humor, hopefully. Yeah. So, like, showing that they don't mind and, like, ragging you a little bit. Hopefully yeah. that's where it comes from. Exactly. You know? Um, So I think... If anyone asks you, like, I don't think right off the bat you should be like, I own a super successful, mm-hmm. you know, manufacturing company that I barely run anymore. You yeah. can just say I'm in manufacturing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or and it's like, you haven't like, lied. Or just like, oh, I'm actually self-employed. And yeah, like, oh, I, I'm an entrepreneur with a manufacturing company. Yeah. Cool. Like, that's all you really need to say. And yeah. if someone, like, if people then start being like, well, how much do you how much do you make yeah, then you can sort of indication that yeah you know exactly what that kind of person is before you've even told them yeah and like you can it's fair to say like oh, i don't really want to talk like yeah you can say you're not comfortable talking about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and you can just be like play it off as a joke and, or you know what i mean be like ah, oh, you know i get by like, oh, pretty well like haha like yeah. what about you what do you do and like move on because honestly talking about what you do for work is probably the least fun thing to do in a date anyway, unless... Unless they have a crazy cool job. Yeah, unless, like, you love what you do and you work, like, your dream job, you know what I mean? Most yeah. people are just kind of working to get by, you know? Not most people are like, oh, shit, tomorrow I get to go in again. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, so... If, someone's like, oh, I travel to, you know, exotic places and yeah. build houses. It's like, I'm or probably going to follow I'm, up with a couple questions I'm on that I'm the member one. of a dedicated SWAT team for a nuclear facility. It's yeah. the best one I ever fucking heard. The two most ripped men I've ever seen in my life got yeah. into the pool in Thailand and told us that, and I was like... I, I believe it. Yeah. I believe by the depth of your pecs. I believe this. <laughs> and this is the thing. It's like, yeah, there, there's some questions or like some, some answers to what do you do yeah. that will make me be like, oh, but like, mm-hmm. and also most like, of the time it's going to be like bartender. Yeah. Cool. Move on. Great. Yeah, like, oh, I, you know. I know how that works. Yeah. And also if someone is super pumped, they will talk about themselves. Mm. You won't have to drag it out of them. So like, again, shouldn't be a problem. Um, but yeah, if, if your whole first day is talking about work, like it's a bad first date. Yeah, and if it if it becomes like if that's the only thing they want to talk about, then yeah, then you probably like, know what yeah. person it is. Um, so I would yeah, just like don't be weird about it, but like you know you can give simple answers like we discussed, like oh yeah. self employed, work in this industry, like oh it's pretty you know I do all right, um, and then just kind of like move on from there, and like unless you like you know odds are you're going to be going out anyway like you know somewhere that's not home the first few dates like you kind of usually have to work to bring someone home you know you don't just kind of end up there you can always be the gentleman be like oh where's your area like we can hang out somewhere nearer to you so yeah. if it is ever Walk like them a, home yeah if it's ever a <laughs> we want to go home somewhere if you're nearer to their place and it's it balls in their court which i'm sure they'll prefer so it's all good i yeah. i think you do have to be concerned like can concerned a little bit that like some people might feel really insecure when they see how well you're doing and they live in like an apartment so to maybe make sure that they know you don't care 
Yeah. All right. Like I, I don't know I dated someone a while ago who like had a. They they only had an apartment, but like there was uh, it was just them living there. Like I had a roommate. They had a pretty good career. Uh, I didn't. Uh, their place was just like you know really nicely fucking furnished. Like everything was like clearly chosen and put there, and like you Not know stolen from a Starbucks patio. Exactly. <laughs> and like the whole place was just like super fucking nice and cool and like trendy. Like you could fucking take a picture of it and put it. It could be the set of like uh, you know. Gossip Girl or something. It was great. I don't know. It was a cool place. Then you go to my place. It's like, yeah, I stole those chairs from a Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was not exactly the... And I was a little self-conscious about my place. So... Yeah, I mean, I this that. thing is like... As long as you don't then go to, like, their apartment, you're like, ew, ew. You know what I mean? You tiptoe around because, like, their bathroom is the size of, you know what I mean? Or like their apartment is the size of your bathroom. Yeah, you're like, uh, sorry, where's the luxury soap? Yeah. Um, could you show me to the solarium, please? <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, I, I don't, like, I, I understand the concern, but yeah. I think that, I think it should be easy enough to get, to get at least a few dates in before this happens. It's, I think it's also very easy to find out if people are going to be cool about it. Like if you bring someone home and they get real shitty or get real weird about mm-hmm. like, then it's like, if someone brought me back and they were like, "Oh, I actually own this like whole place," I'd be like, "That's fucking cool." Yeah, and especially then I if think they about had it like, anymore. you know what I mean? I, like, if they I had a shit. reason, like if they were like, "Oh, I actually started this company," I'd be like, "Fucking cool." If they were just like, "Yeah, my dad gave me all this money because he was rich," I'd be like, "Okay, less cool, but whatever." Yeah, it wouldn't really play into it. That's the thing. Like I, I once, uh, you know, I was sleeping with a woman who that her parents lived in uh, China, and she was like an exchange student. And they literally just bought her a condo because they were fucking loaded. And they were just like, I'm going to buy you like a super sweet, like right downtown condo Mm -hmm. for you to go to school in. Um, And she told me that. And I was just like, that's fucking wild and cool. But like, yeah, that was the last, like, I didn't, that no longer, like that didn't color my opinion of her. Yeah. Cause like, what's the opposite? Like, are you going to be like, uh, no mom and dad, please. Could you make me work, you know, 38 hours a week while also attending school while Mm -hmm. barely affording the rent in this buck wild city? No, no. I'd like to be like everyone else who probably will never afford a home. Thank you. I'd like to live my life with that constant dread that I will never own a home. If she, you know, was shitty about the situation, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're, if you you end up being braggy about it Mm -hmm. or like, if being, you're like, oh, really? Why why haven't you bought a place? It's easy. It's like, yeah. fuck you, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Once you're not shit. And like, I guess other than that, just pay attention. If they're like, oh, there's this five star like Michelin place restaurant. You know, if they kind of yeah. always are angling for you to spend your money on them. Like, yeah, maybe that's the reason why they're in the relationship. So I think that's kind of the only thing you got to be concerned about. Yeah. I, I, I feel I like think the, the red people, flags will be pretty big. Yeah. Especially no one's when it playing comes the to long con to get you married without like dropping a few red flags along the way. Yeah. It's, it's one thing to like, you know, if any other situation, you know what I mean? But like when it comes to money, if that's what they're after, then it like, it's hard to do that tactfully. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to be suggesting high end places. You're going to yeah. be suggesting you know, fancy gifts and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, it's going to be very clear that they, they are taking advantage of your money. Whereas like, if it was, I can't think of another example, but like it, it it's, it's easier to manipulate people on smaller mm-hmm. scale things than when it's like something as overt as, yeah. as cash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, here's a question that's going to be real easy. This comes from Reddit user Brox1991. Should I, offer, yeah, should I offer to drive? 
Or is it too early for that? We met on a dating site. Second date is tomorrow. Should I offer to pick her up? Or is it too early in the relationship? I don't want to come off as a creep for asking. I guess it depends what you're doing. Is it too early in the relationship to offer to drive? No. But also, it depends what you're doing, where you're going. Yeah. You know, like, if it's the kind of place where, like, they would have to... I don't know. Because honestly, like, I, I don't think, think it's, in a I don't city, think... it's, it, that wouldn't happen. Like here, Again, unless thinking... you were going somewhere really weird, and if you're going somewhere so dramatic that you need to like make a journey out there, they probably trust you enough to drive with you. Yeah, I'm assuming it's like, you know, our, bigger cities are a little easier to get around, but like, you know, suburbs, mm-hmm. you know, the transit's not exactly the most. So like, if this guy's living out in like a yeah. suburb, it's. But the, like the thing, is, like it's such a weird thing that you think that there is a time period in which mm-hmm. like. Asking for or asking to or offering a ride mm-hmm. is not acceptable, and that's the craziest thing to me because I'm like, yeah. if that if something as mundane and courteous as that, it, it would be no different. Being like, hey, can I open the door for her on the first date, or is it too early well, in the relationship? Okay, what I what I can see is like opening a door. There's no kind of inherent threat, depending on the door. Hey um, man, I could slam a door real hard, get her halfway through. <laughs> Good night. But like you're you're in a car, like cars are like look at TV, look at movies, look at the news. Yeah, I you guess. can kidnap someone, you can drive off of them, but they're it's... trapped in your vehicle. Like there's all those things. So I get why But he's not saying I'm going to pick her up. I know, he's asking. I know. It's like I guess can, he just doesn't want to seem like he's trying to get her in the car. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I do get it. I do I do think like between what he's saying and between what you're saying is is where it, it lies. Because I do understand Next that they're gonna hold the door open, you're gonna I never. You're in for a world you'll of know hurt. it. I never let you hold the door on me. I know. I see those wrists, those <laughs> door slamming wrists. Um, so I get it. Like there is that kind of like implied, like you know, like with taxis and with you Ubers. It's like oh, I almost said Ubers. 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 Uh, it's like check the license plate, check the driver, like all these things. There is kind of this inherent threat in cars. I get it. Uh, I don't think that should stop you from asking, uh, yeah. especially like if the re- like if this is a reasonable possibility, it's probably a really nice thing to ask. You know what I mean? Because, like, otherwise, one, they have to drive, or two, they have to go take fucking transit, and that sucks. Yeah. So... And you can also just be like, I'm going to be driving. Do you want me to pick you up, or yeah. do you want to meet me there? Yeah, and also, it's not Boom. even the first day. It's the second one. They have a fair idea of you, and, like, whatever. And if they're not comfortable, they can just say no. They'll be like, no, I'll so meet you there. Ask. It's it's such a non-issue. Yeah. Um, And I'm just, like, I'm so worried that it's then going to, like, what other things, like, what other milestones do you have in your head that you think that, like, you need to wait before you... You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. are I, you like, oh, there's, you know, can't possibly try to kiss someone before the fourth date. Can't possibly do. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I kind of get it. I, I, I do. Think, I think they're, like, they're overdoing it a little bit, but I, I think where they're coming from is a good place. Yes. I, I'm not I'm not saying that he's, you know, being malicious by any means. No, but, I know. but it's like, it, everyone needs to just fucking chill. Like, just breathe and mm-hmm. just be like, you offering a courtesy to someone? It'd be different if you're like, I'm going to pick you up at nine. Yeah, and that's, then didn't. That's something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But to offer someone, to be like, hey, I'm driving. Do you want to ride or meet me there? Like, that is such a simple thing that if, if someone then gets upset about that or if someone's creeped out by that, then like, yeah, I, I think that you're, you can wash your hands guilt-free of that. You that's know fair. I, mean? I, I do like... As much as there is that kind of like implied threat or whatever, if someone says no, that's fine. But if someone gets upset that you even offered, that is probably enough of a red flag that you know to just forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, again, but also 
if you're in any way not taking the no, then you are in fact quite creepy. Yes. You know, I think it's like I think offering to give someone a lift is almost like saying, Oh, you wanna come back to mine? So it's like if you're having a good date and whatever and you're like, Oh, the bar's closed, like, oh, do you wanna come back to mine? And they say, Yeah, cool. If they say no, cool. There's no in between. You can't be like, oh no, come on. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, yes. Just what is an offer that like I think is fairly fucking reasonable, then becomes you being a fucking creep. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. it's the only time things become creepy is, I guess, the initial phrasing. Yeah. And then your reaction to the, you know what I mean? Like phrasing is everything, but also just yeah, how you take what they say because there is no real gray area. Yeah, I guess it also depends what they say. If she's like, oh, I wouldn't want to bother you. And you're like, oh, there's no bother. That's not... The, yes, But if exactly. you press it, you know? Yeah, if she's like, oh, no, I think I can I can get there. You can be like... You can even say, are you sure? It's not a big deal yeah. to me. And then I think... Or be you like, know, okay, cool. If you change your mind, let me know. Exactly. Because I'm driving anyway. Yep. Uh, so I think that's the only thing you have to be concerned with is, like, not pressing your case. And, like, if they seem like they're giving you, like, a polite, like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Don't press too hard either. Because, like... You might yeah, be like, you can no, it, reaffirm. Yeah, yeah. Like, they might just be trying to let you down easy, so they're not saying, sorry, I'm worried you might be a serial killer. Mm-hmm. But you might think they're just being polite, so, like, you gotta just trust when when they're saying what they're saying, yeah. no matter how they're saying it. And even if they do think you might be a killer, but that's okay. You can change their mind. You know what I mean? Like, if, if yeah, they're just, just throw them in the car the and yeah. lock the doors, and after an and hour don't, drive... Don't kill anyone. And don't kill them. Yeah, you drive them to somewhere just... real sketch. No, don't do that, please. <laughs> Bring them out to your, you know, wooden made like handmade shack out in the yeah, woods your, like, your bomb shelter that hey, you made you wanna, with you a few wanna, friends you want to see what's underground open the trap door and then when she's halfway through you slam that bitch Aww. the door not her I don't want to make it sound like I'm calling a woman a bitch yeah. I, the door it's a funny because I feel like every time we go off on these like imaginary tangents that to my mind are very clear jokes, jokes. and as a result like the uh, like it's not promoting that material is mocking it because it is so not what you should do I still feel like I should be like, we are not being serious. I don't know. And I feel like it kills the moment. Yeah. So how about do it for real? No. Here's here's what I will say. Don't let me open the door for you. I never have. If you, never will. If you ever see me out in the wild and I say, please, after you, don't fall for it. Have you ever seen like, you know, like that odd episode of Breaking Bad where everything is so fucking tense that you're like on the edge of your seat and like your heart is hammering and you're just like fucking losing it? That's how it is every time I try and get out of this fucking closet. Because Dane's like, oh, let me get the door. And I'm like, no, no, no. And he's like, no, no, seriously, I insist. And I'm like, and it's like. There's a reason now it's closest to the door. Oh, yeah, man. I fucking bolt the second this is done. There's nothing but a sweaty patch left on this chair. Okay, this is, I just realized I'm a toxic girlfriend. Need all the advice I can get. Yikes. By Jelly Loafs. Uh, my boyfriend, 26, and I, 22, have been together approximately two years. It's my first serious long-term relationship and the first person I've ever loved. I love him with all my heart. We've had a good relationship, but also extremely rocky. I've known we had problems in the past because of me, but after seeing a post on Reddit about toxic people, I came to the realization that I've been toxic this entire time. It's shameful, embarrassing, and hurtful to admit, but here are some toxic things I've done. I would constantly break up with him and get back together. He would beg to have the relationship continue, even though he never did anything wrong, and I would always reluctantly take him back. When we'd argue, I would rarely admit I was wrong. He was always the one apologizing, even when he was right. Our most recent breakup occurred because I offered him an ultimatum and he couldn't do it. I ended up coming back to him a few weeks later, reversing the ultimatum and asking for a second chance. I wouldn't want him contacting his exes. I would get annoyed if he wanted to spend solo time when I wanted to hang out. All these things 
I chalk up to me being new relationships and immature and selfish, well, I understand, which I understand I am. But now I've realized I have some serious toxic behavior beyond that, and it kills me knowing I've done this to the person I love the most, caused emotional pain, turmoil, heartbreak, and stress, and he deserves none of it. I want to be a healthy person for him and for our relationship. I want to completely quash these toxic tendencies and never have them resurface. It's shameful how long it took me to realize what I'm doing. I greatly appreciate some advice, and I can be a better person and a better girlfriend to him. I mean, that's pretty cool. It, it, yes my, and no. My concern is you said that you would break up with him repeatedly and reluctantly take him back. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly something, like, if you love him, you wouldn't reluctant. Like, I would get it if like, you were... It was, sorry, it was like, reluc- like she would oh. act like she was doing him the favor. Got you, by, so it was a yeah. air quotes. Yes, yeah, sorry. Okay, um, then that changes that point of view. It's... So I will say it is good that they know or have admitted that they're doing wrong things. It is fucking shit that it's been happening because all those things are awful. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I've definitely dated someone who's done those and it is the worst. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the first thing that you need to do is apologize to your boyfriend. Yes. I think I think you need to sit down and be like, hey, so the past little bit. For however long they've been dating, how long you've been doing this, you have to admit to it. You have to say it out loud because, 100%. like, you just saying it online, being like, "I'm gonna be a better person," doesn't mean shit mm-hmm. unless you've actually acknowledged it to the people that you've hurt. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of gets the chance to be like, "Hey, that's fucked up. Yeah, I'm done with you, mm-hmm. and you don't get to fight that. No, and it sucks. Yeah, but like, it's." It's kind of what you've, you yes. know what I mean? It's the bed you've yeah. made. Yeah, you, 100%. I think an apology is the first and most important step. And like an honest, open fucking apology. Because like, you've been gaslighting this person. Yeah. Because even when they're wrong, you've, or even when they're right, you've made them admit that they're wrong or say that they're wrong. And you've been like breaking up with them just to like get your way and like doing these like awful things. And like you, like working on something like this isn't a quick fix. No. And even if it was there's still wounds from the past that haven't been dealt with. So you can't avoid the apology part. And also admitting that you realize your fucking mistakes will kind of like help you, I think going on, because at least that person will know if you're doing it again, he can be like, Hey, remember what you said? And you'd be like, Oh, hopefully, Oh shit, I'm doing it again or whatever. So like, at least it's someone who, if they decide to stay with you is kind of like keeping you beholden to, to your, your new promise. Right. Yep. Uh, I, 100%. I think that is the most important thing. Um, I think secondly, it's like try and figure out why you're doing these things. Yeah. Because I assume it comes from some kind of insecurity or like fear or just like the wrong idea of how things get done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you're so scared that they're going to leave you that like you're like putting them in this shitty position where like you're kind of holding all the power and they're the one like scrambling for your approval and all this shit, like figure out why you're doing these things and fix it in a good way. Yeah. I mean like accountability here is going to be the most important thing. So I think even I would say after you talk to him and have the discussion and, you know, really, really lay everything out. And I don't mean like this, this shouldn't be easy for you. If you, Walk away from that conversation being like, ah, that went well. You've yeah. done it wrong. You've probably done it wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, if if there's no real conflict in that um, in that conversation, I'm also concerned about him. 
in the sense that like well that's the he, thing at this he point he might have you might have done so much fucking irreversible damage at this point where he might then apologize to you for because he thinks yeah. that he's his behavior has made you think that you're toxic when in reality you are very toxic but he might think that's a byproduct of what he's done yeah well considering in the past it's been i'll reluctantly take him back when i dump him yeah. And I will make him admit he's wrong when he's right. So, so I'm the, maybe don't don't concern. accept the easy apology. Yes, like if he's like, no, no, it's my fault. Like you need to like be firm with him, mm-hmm. and it might get to the and point you where be like, harsh on yourself. And here's like, the thing: I'm sorry, you do deserve it. You might have to break up with him for real, in the hope that you sort his shit out. Because I, you know what I mean? Like, I think if, if he's like, no, everything's okay. I'm not mad at you. I, I, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I've done this. You might have to be like, I've done so much damage to you that even when I'm telling you that I've fucked up and I've hurt you, you don't care about, like, you are still so preoccupied with With my my, feelings that that you aren't dealing with the hurt that I've caused you. And I think it might be really shitty for both of you, but I think you might have to be like, this is bad for you. I am yeah. bad for you. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like, I might be better for you at some point in time, but right now you need me out of your system and yeah. you need to purge me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be tough because you've done this before. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's it, like, it's, you've, you've, you've fucked this whole situation up so badly mm-hmm. um, that there isn't, there isn't an easy fix for this. If there is a fix at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, it might be the point where, like, this guy might need professional help. Yeah, well, it's, it does a number on people. Like, I, I had an ex do this for, for so long that, like, it almost became, like, a running joke with friends. Like, oh, you guys broken up again for, like, you know, the night? And then tomorrow it's the same bullshit, right? So, yeah, like, you, there there is no easy fix for this. This isn't a, I just, I just don't do that tomorrow. Yeah. You know, because, one, I doubt it's that easy for you. And, two... There is an underlying issue that makes you do this, I assume. You're not doing it for shits and giggles. And if you were, that itself would be its own fucking underlying yeah. issue. Thirdly, it's like that person needs time to recover and like to to know what a real relationship is, which this isn't. Yeah. Or shouldn't be, you know. Um, I would so, also say if if you haven't driven them all the way, um, contact his friends after you've had this conversation. If it comes to the, like if it's as extreme as we've made it out. And, and you do feel like the best thing for him is to end the relationship. You might need to reach out to his friends and be like, Hey, and do the whole thing again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and sort of be like, I understand that I've been really shitty to him Yeah. and he needs like, he needs to get over me and he needs to get me out of his system. And I need mm-hmm. you to help me with that. And at least let them know that that's the reason why you broke up. Exactly. And not that it's just the same fucking story. Because right. I'm sure he's going gonna... to need his friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it's going to be another eye roll from them. Yeah. Because it's as be a more... friend, nothing gets more fucking yeah. exhausting than when you see someone be constantly hurt and hurt and because hurt. Because I'm sure, that, I'm sure his friends have told him, oh my like, God. leave her. Like, do not mm. go back to her. Or they haven't because it's a hard conversation to fucking have, yeah. right? You know, maybe he's made clear. And I guess you do when you keep getting back together, right? Because um, so like, the point of that would be it might be beneficial for more than just you to tell him what's been going on. You know what I mean? Like if, if I was dating someone and they were like, Hey, I, I fucked you up real good. Um, you might be in denial, but then if you then have a, fr- like a group of friends be like, Hey man, like 
yeah, it's been yeah. fucked. And mm-hmm. it's like, we're... And, like, that almost gives them the the green light to actually say something. Yeah. Because sometimes it's hard, or at least even if you do, you temper it a little bit because you don't really exactly. want to hurt someone. You want to support them... To, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it might be good to be like, hey, man, like, we, we had your back because it, it was, you know, you cared about her, but, like, she's actually right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's, she's fucked honestly, you up, man. those friends probably hate you, and this is probably going to be the only thing that will get you any respect from yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, they, they are probably very excited to get their friend away mm-hmm. from you. Yeah. Or just to even hear that you are taking fucking positive steps, because, like... Yeah. You know, everyone wants to think someone can change and get better. I'm not sure a lot of people ever do, you yeah. know, but uh, when they do, I don't think anyone's mad about it, right? You know, yeah. if, if it's genuine right? and it's done well. And it might, so, uh, I, I, I mean, like, it, it's so hard because it's like, it might even be worth, like, if he does have, like, one, like, best friend, like mm-hmm. a, a dude that he shares everything with, maybe have him there for the conversation to just have some backup to be like, she's not fucking with you. Like I'm here. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think I, that I, could yeah, be I mean, really hard for the person, like I, the the boyfriend. Yeah, I know. You I know? just like, I'm no trying one to wants think, to be like, dumped or have this awkward conversation anyway. And to be like, you're almost being told that like no one likes to know they've been taken advantage of or bullied or yeah. anything. So to like lay a bear is gonna hurt, but to lay a bear in front of someone, it's kind of embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. no one wants to see seem weak, right? Or yeah. or stupid. And I think there's no way you don't feel weak or stupid after. Although I'm going to tell you, you know, right now, his friends probably think he's weak and stupid already. No, I don't think so. If they're your friends, right? Yeah. You you can understand where someone's coming from and like still think it's bad and still think they're making bad decisions, but still not think they're stupid or weak, right? Well, I mean, like, not in the harshest terms, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they're like, well, why is he doing this? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Um. So I, I just think like there is no easy way out. Of this, and if there is, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. If you're if you're walking out of there with a fucking head held high, thinking you've done a good job, then you haven't done it. Yeah, you need to go back in there and not leave until you are like physically dragging your yeah. mangled emotional corpse yeah, out of there. Like you deserve it, you know. Yeah, uh, and like by all means, this is fucking great that you've admitted it and that you've recognized these. Like this is not us refuting that at all. It's just that there is no easy fix. Yeah, um, and, I, and if. And if, sorry, and if things do, like, if he is willing to to stay and work on it, like, there will inevitably come a time where you do something and he says, and he will bring this up and he will be like, oh, you're being toxic again. Or, you know, he will call you on something and your first response is probably going to be like, oh, fuck you. You're going to bring that up or like, and you can't do that. You know, again, depending on the fucking situation system of being like, you're going to need to really make sure because like the whole point of this conversation is so he can recognize and call and, 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 and have this dialogue with you. And if you shut that down by turning it into you're the victim again, that's the complete fucking opposite. Um, I want to also add, it's like as, as poorly as you've treated this man, I would also say, like, don't carry it. Like, you don't need to. I know we've said that, like, you, you should feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, you don't need to carry an emotional penance in the sense that, like, nothing good will come from you punishing yourself yeah. arbitrarily. You know what I mean? Like, forcing yourself to go through hard changes is one thing. But, yeah. for you know, deciding that you don't deserve to be happy. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Because thing. Thing, it's, it's like. It's not a death sentence. It's not like, a, yeah. well, this is it for you. It's. What we're trying to say is that, like, the process and that conversation, it's like, don't 
just be like, oh, I mentioned that I'm good. Bye. Yeah, don't sugarcoat it. Don't, you know, yeah. but it also doesn't mean you're just fucked for life, right? Yeah. Like you, you can move on and, and hopefully like if it's done right, this can work, but it has to be done right. Yeah. Because I know going, people who have like cheated on their partner mm-hmm. and have felt really guilty about it. You know what I mean? Like whether they were drunk and they did it or, you know what I mean? Whatever the situation yeah. was and then immediately regretted it and felt guilty about it, who would then punish themselves for years. You know what I mean? Thinking mm-hmm. that they weren't allowed to be happy and wouldn't let them get themselves into other relationships and wouldn't let them, you know, do X, Y, and Z because they they had made a mistake in the past. And it's like, if you know it's a mistake and you and if you are actively trying to change it and if you are making the strides to be mm-hmm. better people, then you don't need to, like, that's punishment enough. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's like, the thing. The process facing, is Facing fucking... your mistakes is a hard enough journey. Yeah. You don't need to add in sort of these perceived punishments that you're adding on top of it because it's not it's not going to make anything better it's not going to make you a better person it's Mm -hmm. not going to help in the healing process moving forward and admitting your fault and like working on it is hard enough and that's that's all that's your punishment yeah Yeah. Yeah. that is your punishment don't make up anything else no so i think it's super positive that someone can actually look at those things and recognize them and like that's the fucking first step you know so hopefully it works out and if anyone's listening is like i do that fix it yeah um, this comes from Reddit user Free Smiling. My friends still consider me a virgin because I've never had a penis inside of me. Hey, so this is more like a rant than anything. So my friends and I were out for drinks the other night and one of them was talking about this guy she hooked up that had a really big penis. We were all laughing and then she said, not like you, you little virgin, as a joke. I'm a lesbian and I've only had sex with two women. Have been out for a little over a year. I've told them about the two girls I've hooked up with, but they have always told me that it doesn't count because fingers are not equal to a penis. And I'm uh, probably still, and then I'm probably still tight. I mean, yes, I'm a little t- bit tight because I've never actually had the mean, uh, man's penis or a dildo inside me. Fingers are my limit because a clitoral stimulation is more my thing. But I hate being made a fun of for being a virgin just because they don't think the sex I've had is, quote, real. Well, this is a woman, of course. Uh, it's, I guess, kind of upsetting her lack of knowledge about vaginas, but okay. What do you mean? Uh, the whole like, oh yes, I'm tight because I haven't had a dick in me. Or oh, yes, yeah. I'm tight because I haven't had a dildo in me. It's like, have you seen childbirth? Yeah. Like the, <laughs> it's just like, shit, we can't have sex anymore unless I ride up a fucking dump truck and just like drive in and reverse out because kids are huge. Yes. Um, yeah, no, that's not how it works. Um, I was being sarcastic for the listeners don't worry, I'm, I'm going to door him good. Uh, yeah, so like, uh, yeah, and you know what? It's funny. It is interesting because like initially when it was like, I'm a virgin, but I haven't had whatever, very that- heteronormativity, uh, heteronormatively of me, I was like, well, and then even before you said that, I was like, oh, but what if like they were in like a lesbian relationship or like a whatever? Um, yeah, so it's like your friends are kind of being dicks. I hope they're they mean it in a joke, but I guess they probably don't. I mean, it, even you if know? it is a joke, it's like it's it, it's a hurtful old, joke. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's it's funny once you could be like ah, yeah. Um, but then like if every time you guys talk about sex, they mm-hmm. then are like, oh, you actually you're mm-hmm. you've sorry, had you can't have sex, this conversation, which isn't real sex. Yeah. which is and that's the best part is you need to actually shut them down and like if they're joking. You need to joke with them and be like, like, the thing is, this isn't going to happen for you if you're not into men. So what the fuck is the answer to this? 
You need yeah. to be like, oh, I'm sorry. So are you going to tell me I'm never going to like lesbian sex and real sex? And yeah, just watch like, oh, them. Sorry, is my sexuality not valid? Yeah. So I now have to, in order for you to respect me as a mm-hmm. woman, I have to go outside of what I prefer yeah. and what I am, you know, attracted to, mm-hmm. to be fucked by a man so that you will then respect me and my yeah. sexuality as a woman mm-hmm. because I've finally had a penis inside me. Yeah, is that I think what you're you need saying? to shut them down hard. Like, yeah. and, and then you can also pretend you're joking afterwards or like say it in the same joking tone. Be like, if they get upset, be like, oh, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm like, oh, you, you don't like being called it? out yeah. on bullshit. Exactly. And just be like, or even just if if you don't want that aggressive of a response, just maybe actually talk to them. Be like, hey, you always say this shit, and like, you know I'm a lesbian. You know I'm not gonna have a dick in me. So, like, can you just shut the fuck up? Like, you, <laughs> do you realize this is this is a really shitty thing? It's yeah, like just... you're putting yourself above me because of my sexual preferences. Yeah. Like, do you realize how fucked that is? To tell me that the the sexual interactions I had aren't, aren't real? valid. Yeah is that's the craziest fucking thing to say because yeah. um, like it, it would it's pretty much like the only because like gay sex uh, presumably mm-hmm. is real sex because penis yeah. is going inside of something yeah. whereas like I'm sorry just because you're not you don't have a penis insertion yeah, like, in does you? a penis have to be involved for sex to happen because like I didn't realize we'd also claimed that for ourselves like yeah penis people we got everything now yeah it's, it's like yeah um, also, like, also virginities. Are, that's like, that's it, it's a thing. fucking made up social construct. So like, yeah. it doesn't. It's not actual thing. Yeah, like virginity is. It's like, well, yes, there is you know physical things that happen specifically for women. Yeah, but also those can happen if you ride a horse the wrong way. Yeah, you know, no, for like, sure, or the right way. I'm not sure how the horse riding <laughs> part happens. But um, that's the thing. It's horses. like virginity was was like a construct made to increase the worth. Yeah, like literally the monetary worth mm-hmm. of a woman before like ages ago yeah. like it's such an archaic concept yeah. that like also what age are these people um i don't think it says because like if they're 15 and 16 like it's still balls but like i kind of get it i mean that's like, the only age range dumb, where right? you're like yeah okay, they love virginity, it's so important look how cool i am but like if you're any older but i mean they that, said they're out for drinks yeah so, so i'm getting the worst part is probably from america so i'm gonna guess 21 yeah. at least yeah i think it's one of those things where they might not even know what they're doing necessarily. Like, I would hope there's no malice in it. But at the same time, like, it probably comes from an insecurity where they want to put themselves above someone and they probably don't think you mind. And I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's... I'm hoping there's some positive thing behind it, but that doesn't fucking matter. But the thing is, they might just not know how That's the thing, it's like, they're being. There, there are so, things that we are, like, that are ingrained into us that we don't understand are harmful until someone explains it to mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? It's like, or so you if, get older if, I, until, you know, if I reversed myself back, 20, or like, 10 years, oh God. I'm sure the things that I had in my fucking mind mm-hmm. would be... Would make like would turn my stomach. Oh yeah. Um. Even fuck it. Even probably like two or three years ago. Like I really didn't yeah. really start listening properly. Uh. Until like a couple years before we started. That you know what I mean. It's like and then, I know that's hard to say and and it, but like well, it, no, it's but, like, true. Even, you know what I mean. Like, it's it, it's the whole reason we started this thing was like when when you finally start listening to mm-hmm. people and you finally start accepting people, you end up learning so yeah. much. And some of it might challenge what you like your preconceived notions or, mm-hmm. or challenge what you've learned your entire fucking life. Yeah. Um, and then like the mark of a good person is rolling with that instead of doubling down. Yeah. You know? Um, but like, so people just don't know. And like, if they think it's an ongoing funny joke or they think that you appreciate it, or they just think that they're being hard, like just talk to them. Like, have you talked mm-hmm. to 
Yeah, um, there's, there's no harm in being like, hey, this, yeah. it really sucks when yeah. you do this. Do and you like, mind not joking about it? Yeah, uh, and if you have to lay it out and explain it to them, then fucking do, you know what I mean? But, like, if they're your friends, they should get it pretty quickly, and if they don't, then I think you've got a pretty good indication that you're not friends yeah. with these people. Um, and for whatever reason, they might not be able to get over this one issue, which I think is a really shitty thing. But, like, nobody likes to be called out like that. Yeah. You know? And, like... Well, it would just, like... It's it's such a fucking wild thing. It'd be like but, if just arbitrarily choosing being like, mm-hmm. oh, you haven't actually had sex until you've had doggy style. Yeah. Like oh oh you've only had missionary. Uh, you're still a, you're still mm-hmm. a virgin. Oh you have. It's not real sex. You haven't had sex on the roof of a car. Okay. Well. Yeah. It's not virgin. Real sex. Yeah. It's like it's such an arbitrary thing. Yeah. It's like no sex is is many things. Yeah. But also like on another like unrelated note, like they yelled this when they were out somewhere, right? Out having drinks, right? Yeah. Like, in another sense, it's like, that's going to bring up questions about you and all these things. It's going to paint you in a certain way out, like, to people who don't necessarily know you. And that might result in you being outed. Like, if someone asks for clarification or makes a joke or whatever, and, like, outing people also isn't cool. Because, yeah, they know you're out, but other people might not, and you might not be comfortable. Like, there's a bigger issue here, and there's so much fucking shit to do with this that to them just cavalierly, like, shame your sex life is really shitty. Uh, and you just you need to talk to them, and you can fucking please make them listen to this. I don't know if this yeah. person listens because it's a Reddit question, but if you do this to your friends, you suck. Yeah. So stop. Um, thank you very much for listening, friends. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's uh, it's always fun to to get in this closet, have a glass of whiskey, and talk some sexy stuff with with you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you're talking to me. I yeah. thought you were talking to them. Huh? I mean, everyone. Yeah, everyone involved. We are talking to with you. Uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions, send them on, please. We love... I, I do actually prefer getting listener questions than online ones. Oh, usually, for sure. Usually online ones are more batshit, but uh, the user ones are always really genuine and cool. So yeah. I appreciate that. Um, you got plentyofbeef.ca you can always go to. Yeah. Go to our website. If you go to plentyofbeef.ca. I just love saying that. It's so um, good. Yeah, just, just hit us up. We, we love it, you know. Um, and thanks. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. It's... It's crazy that we've been doing this for as long as we have. We're almost at 100 episodes. Like we're, yeah, it's we're crawling up. into that pretty quickly. And you know what? Before we leave it too late to start asking, if anyone has an idea what we should do for episode 100, fucking send them in. Yeah, because we're always like, we should do something for like episode yeah. whatever. And, and then, then we like put it up the week before it's yeah. that episode and fucking forget. So again, if you have it, send it in. If you don't, it's cool. Yeah. We'll um, see you there. We'll see you at the finish line. Yeah, we'll be there. It's not the finish it's line. It's not the finish line. Maybe finish line of season three, but... <laughs> Uh, if you have any questions, you can send them our way uh, through a variety of means. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fckbuddiespodcast. You can find us on Twitter at fck underscore buddies. You can hit us up on Gmail at uh, fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on the internet at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. Hell yeah. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for the song Paper Stars. Now. Fuck, I meant to bring a book. Uh oh. I read some stuff that wasn't sex writing, but was just horrendous gendered writing. Or they do an extra long Dan segment. Is it new Dan? Uh, it is not. But I do have an article by Dan. Sexual conversation examples to use. So what is it about me that turns you on so much? Oh, hell yeah. When you just meet someone. Yep. Yeah, you like that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, do you like oysters? I hear they're supposed to be great aphrodisiacs. When are you taking me out to eat oysters? <laughs> See... This goes back to the dude who's got the money. If anyone opens with that, 
They're after they're after <laughs> your cash. True. Well, do bucket shuck. That's the thing. You need to anytime someone tries. He to doesn't get your say cash, bucket shuck. He's he's I asking know. for the good stuff. Uh, do you like soft sensual kisses or intense passionate kisses? Hell yeah! Is is this literally meant to be the first thing you say to people? Uh, it's it's like when you're talking when you start to talk to someone the first time you meet them a few senses in cool which is a wild thing i don't think i've ever asked anybody that hey because um, i think hey do you like uh hey do you like to be choked <laughs> that would actually well i think that would be less weird than this yeah i think it would be too uh kissing in public yes or no oh that's perfect because if they say oh yeah i don't mind it go, well how about damn well, guess what hold girl on, hold on hold ha, on we're in public yeah and soft or passionate yeah which body part do you like being kissed on the most apart from your you know what God damn it, Tam. That's so golden. Say it with a straight face. Hey, uh, what body part do you prefer to be kissed on aside from your, you know what? Oh, just, how can, like, and then the best one. Actually, that might be the best one. And this is in brackets. If she is applying her lipstick, what flavor is your lipstick? Can I taste it? And then just fucking bite the lipstick like <laughs> oh, yeah. like fucking unroll it as high as it can fucking go and just chomp down on that motherfucking guy like, mm. yeah if, she, said, chew yeah, if she says yes and she like moves in for the kiss just grab the thing and just bite it off I'm like mm, yum. yeah and then also, just lipstick doesn't have flavor that's lip balm and lip gloss god fucking jeebos no i'm sure there's flavored lipstick uh i am not the man to answer that I, question i don't know either but dan apparently is are you ready for dan or no dan yeah all right. Should I send my ex a birthday card? Um, that's not Dan. That's Dan. Damn it. Should you ask your girlfriend if she finds you attractive? That's Dan. That's Dan. How do I catch my ex if she keeps on running? <laughs> that's... That can't... I don't... That can't be Dan. No, it's not Dan. It's not Dan. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to be fair... While looking through, I made that one up before I looked, and when I was looking, there's one that's practically that. So, <laughs> um, this has been our episode, and we like to end it with a, um, I don't know how to describe that it. Sounded really somber. I thought yeah. you were about to drop some bad news. No, no, no. I I'm just trying to think of like what, like Pornhub musings, because it's usually not a comment based on things. It's usually just people. Mm-hmm. Porn hub philosophy, yeah, screaming into the void that is Porn the Pornhub, the Pornhub comment section, um, and this one comes from Reddit user Lego Hub. Please consider vi- including a visit to the store, Lego store. I hope this is just a really enterprising Lego employee who's like, <laughs> I know where I'll get them. Yeah, get them on Pornhub. <laughs> My name is Dave Miller, and I'm Nas Spain. and we have been your fuck buddies. Happy after Valentine's Day.